Hey guys, it's Bella, and today's episode, I'm going to be doing an advice episode. I asked you guys to send me questions and stuff like that that you want me to answer. And again, I'm not like the queen of advice. I'm not like a therapist or anything, but I can try my best to help you out. (laughs) Okay, so the first one, how to stop feeling insecure about everyone around you having boyfriends except you. Um, story of my life. <laughs> so I get that. That's I've that's literally been me my whole life. I've always been the single one and the one without a boyfriend. So I totally get it and honestly like I understand how it can make you feel insecure because you're kinda like, What's wrong with me? Like why does everyone else have somebody except me? And then you're like, Yeah and I have always felt like that. I'm always like, oh, it's because I'm the ugly one, like, whatever. But like, honestly, I feel like, yeah, it sucks to not have a boyfriend um, and be the single one all the time and always be alone. But you kind of have to look at, like, the pros and cons. And for pros, I would say, you know, you don't have to worry about somebody cheating on you. You know, like, when you go to sleep every night, you don't have to think, oh, is he cheating on me? Is he doing this? Like, is he... Does he have a split personality? Because it's happened to me. Does he not actually love me? And he's just saying that as a joke. Again, that's happened to me too. So I feel like it's a lot less stress when you're single because, you know, you don't have to worry about what they're doing behind your back. You don't have to worry about how they really feel. So pretty much I think look at the pros and think like, okay, like I'm saving myself a lot of anxiety not having a boyfriend because I want to be honest like a lot of the people I know who are in relationships are always stressed out and you know I'm not saying all of them are but I'm saying like you kind of have to come to peace with it and not let it upset you because when I was a teenager like it would bother me so much anytime I was single and I would just settle for nothing I would settle for absolute garbage because my standards were on the floor as a teenager like literally I would be like well he has all his skin so that's that's something um because I was so desperate to have a boyfriend to have a companion and I talked about that in my last video um about becoming your own favorite person and you pretty much you know And again, like when you settle for less and you are desperate to have somebody and date somebody, you bring in bad people into your life. You you bring in toxic men and you accept being treated not as good as you should be treated because you're desperate to have somebody. So again, I know it's really hard. Trust me. I even went back on the stupid dating app and I literally matched. I only swiped yes on like two people. And they matched with me and didn't even say anything. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? If you think I'm going to text you first, you're a stupid fuck. Because I am not texting you first. I don't want to chase you. So guys are a bunch of dummies now. Like, they they will not even text you first. So, And there's no one good out there, trust me. Again, out of everybody in this entire... Because I could see everyone in Rhode Island, Connecticut, Massachusetts. I literally only swipe yes on two people. That's it. So... Anyway, um, that's why you should focus on having higher standards and, you know, people get mad when you have high standards, but it's very important. Focus more on yourself and realize that you're saving yourself a lot of stress 
and kind of look at the positives of it. That's what I do. My boyfriend wants me to send nudes, but I don't want to. W advice. Um, no, if you don't want to send nudes, don't fucking send nudes. I'm telling you right now. Guys who ask for nudes are literal nematodes, like actual nematodes. I hate them. A guy who respects you will not ask you for nudes. I'm telling you right now, like if a guy begs you to send him nudes, he is a piece of shit. Like honestly, he doesn't respect you. He doesn't, cause here's the thing, is they could easily see you in real life. They could easily go and see you, you know, without clothes in, in, in person. So if they're asking for an image, then I'm sorry if this sounds bad and untrustworthy or whatever, but that means that they obviously have another plan in their head to do something with those photos. And I'm not talking about what they usually do with those photos. I'm telling you that if a guy asks you for nudes, especially if you're dating him, then he might want something to use as blackmail just in case something happens. Or guess what? He's probably gonna show it to all his friends. Or, you know, like, Sending nudes, honestly, like I've never sent nudes in my life. It's a terrible idea and I never did it, never would, because I knew not to trust men. I've had guys like harass me and I had to literally block them because they wouldn't stop asking. And this was in high school. I was like still practically a kid. So again, like, you know, I do not trust men who ask for nudes. I don't. I mean, listen, if you're, you know, not a minor anymore and you want to then go ahead and do whatever you want i don't think it's a good idea personally but i don't care do whatever the hell you want not my problem but i just don't think it's a good idea um if you don't care about your news getting leaked then do do you but if you really don't want those photos of you all over the internet then do not send news that is literally like everyone's asked like how have you never sent news because i do not trust anybody that much and i'm sorry i don't care if we've been together for like years, I do not trust you with those images. I also don't trust sending them on my phone <laughs> or even taking them on my phone because I wanna be honest, like there's been stories where people's nudes were leaked and they never sent them to anybody. So I don't want that, sorry, I, <laughs> I'm good. But again, if a guy's asking you for that, that's sketchy and you, sh you just should not trust that. That's just my opinion. You don't have to listen to me, but if he keeps like forcing you to send him them, fuck him, throw him out. No guy should treat you like that and make you feel uncomfortable like that. So that's just my opinion. Advice on school. Okay, but like what? Like, like I need something more specific. Again, I have an episode, um, August is the new year. Um, I feel like I do talk about how to get ready for school and kind of like, look at it as something that you're going to enjoy instead of hate. As for school in a general, like, first of all, I wouldn't ask me. Uh, my high school experience, if you listen to that, my episode about it, then you do not <laughs> want to come to me for advice about school. Um, I'm the last person. I think that, I don't know what grade you guys are in, but if you're still in high school, you need to focus on what you want your future to be and your schoolwork. And I know I sound so stupid, like I sound like a stupid little like whatever, like Hallmark card or something, but I'm serious. Like honestly, like I wish that I focused more on school instead of the drama that was constantly happening to me because I probably would have, you know, found more opportunities to do 
stuff for fashion, which there was no fashion programs at my school, unfortunately, so I couldn't build a portfolio. But I could have probably ended up in fashion school, and it makes me sad because I would love to do that. But anyway, um, focus on that and focus Thanks. on yourself. That it is so important to focus on your future and what you want to do in your career and what you will feel happy with doing as a career because something that you know i know everyone wants to that gives them the most amount of money i wish i was like that but i need to do something that i love and that's it like i need like obviously i want to be rich but i want to be able to get rich doing something i love i don't want to go my whole life living in misery hating what i do that is no way to live because your mental health is so important your mind controls your entire body and if it's miserable all these years, you're gonna end up like those old people, like the old generation that's really e you know, mean and angry and just, just ugh, like bitter and just gross. Again, you are the only person you should be focusing on all through school because that, that is what determines what your future really is. Staying motivated, guys, I have so many episodes about this. Um, I feel like people like, People say that they listen to my episodes, but I feel like they still keep asking, like, for certain episodes I already did, like, multiple of, so, again, I have a bunch of episodes about that, I don't want to repeat myself over and over again. Advice on being okay with being alone and having no one to talk to, okay, again, I also have, an, I have um, many episodes about this, um, I actually just did one, which is how to become your own favorite person, I'm telling you that episode will really help you out probably it, people have told me to help them out so obviously i'm i'm saying something right like i said a lot of this is stuff i already talked about and i know it can be really hard to be alone all the time and only have yourself but i actually really enjoy being by, by myself now like really enjoy it i used to hate it i used to hate being alone and then i did what i did in my favorite person podcast and i love being around me now like would be cool to have friends, sure, but I love being around me, and I feel like once you learn how to do that, you'll be a lot more at peace. Please keep this anonymous, obviously, girl. I'm not saying anyone's name. Um, I like my coworker. We are both 16 to 17. What do I do? Okay, coworkers can be messy. Um, I I wouldn't know. All my coworkers are women. So okay, so pretty much. Again, dating a coworker can be very messy because if something happens, then one of you is going to have to end up quitting because it's going to be way too awkward to deal with it. So first, think to yourself, if I lost this job, would I care? You know, like, could I just find another one? Like, if you're working at some retail place or in a food place and you're like, whatever, I could find a different job, then I say honestly go for it. So again think about that like if i lost this job if it's a job that you love and you never want to lose then i say just don't do it i say like stay away from doing all that stay away from the workers and bosses and whatever um that would be way too messy you don't want to risk losing your job but again if it's something you don't give a fuck about then go right ahead i also think maybe just start talking to him more i don't know if you're saying that you both like each other or only you like him. I don't know what's happening. I say start talking to them more. Start kind of like a little bit of flirtiness. You know what I mean? Like, you know, eye contact is really important. Um, sometimes I accidentally give people too much eye contact and it like makes them walk towards me. Like, 
guys and stuff, and I'm like, oh no, like I didn't want to do that. Flirty things again. I am not good at flirting, so don't ask me for advice on how to flirt. If you know how, then go right ahead. Um, and start talking to him more, you know, like kind of like when you talk to him, like stand close to him and stuff like that. You know, if you're dating somebody and you're working with them, I don't know how good of an idea that is. Just because when you're around somebody for that long all the time, yeah, and if you're working like a stressful job, then I don't know if you want to mix a relationship with that. But again, you're so young, like 16, 17 years old. Honestly, I, I say probably go for it. I mean, if you were a little bit older, I'd be like, mm, maybe not. But you're so young. Like, just enjoy your life while you can <laughs> because then you get old like me. So, yeah, that's my advice. Honestly, you know, do what you think is right. Okay, so many people are asking me to do an episode about, like, my inspirations, like, influencer style-wise, blah, blah, blah. I'll have to do an episode like that, honestly. I'd have to think about it, though, because I honestly get a lot of my inspiration from, like, myself. <laughs> Just, like, things in my head. Um, Pinterest is really good, too. Um, but I haven't found, like... A lot of Instagram pages that really bring me inspiration like and I'm not saying that in a mean way like I love the people I follow but like no, like there's a vision I have in my head and I cannot seem to find it so that's why I try to create it with my page I want to change my style but I don't have any money what do I do okay so honestly girl I barely have any money either let me tell you I have built a wardrobe in a very smart way and I'll let you know how so basically secondhand apps are your best friend Depop, Poshmark, Real Real. Um, I love those apps and let me tell you like it's funny because people this girl was like oh if you know you're probably rich because you can afford sporty and rich no all my sporty and rich is secondhand um, the only thing that isn't secondhand is my tote bag because I got it as a birthday gift but everything's secondhand and I I admit it, like I get stuff off of Depop and the real real, whatever. Like I always try to find something for cheap. That's me. Like I'm 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 someone who wants a good bargain. Um, you know, I hardly buy things at full price. It's you know, it's kind of embarrassing, but like whatever. I and honestly, you know, you can find such better things secondhand than new things, if that makes any sense. But thrifting, and I know thrift prices are really going up. I haven't been thrifting in like months. I'm so upset. I haven't been able to go there, but I really do. Also, I should not be spending money right now, so I probably shouldn't go. But yeah, so thrifting, seriously, like I said before, it opens your mind. It makes you more creative into thinking of like outfits and kind of like creative ways to style things. So definitely thrifting, secondhand things, like that's what I do. Also, always wait for a sale. Like websites like Aritzia or Princess Polly or whatever you want to go on. Um, Essence has really good sales. Like I always wait until there's a really good sale to buy something. I never buy at full price. I always wait for a sale because at some point it's going to end up on sale. So that's why I, you know, and again, like the back to school season is coming up. So this is probably when the sales are gonna start and I would probably wait to buy stuff until the sales start. And another thing I have is find ways to either style your clothes in a different way or turn them into something. So basically like there are things that I 
never wear and I'm you know desperately trying to think of an outfit and then I bring out the old thing that I haven't worn in a million years and I'm like and I think like okay like wait a minute I can style this with this outfit and again like think of new ways to style stuff think of new ways to wear things because then your clothes won't go to waste you know what I mean or you could do another thing kind of like upcycle your clothes and kind of like find ways to turn them into other things I'm always trying to do that but I'm, I'm like I don't know I'm scared to like remove my clothes <laughs> but like even like my random like crop tops that, that I never wear I always sew on a star made from like fabric and it's literally a brand new shirt and people are like oh my god where'd you get the shirt where'd you get that shirt and I'm like it's just a plain Brandy Melville top that I sewed a star onto. So again, like find ways to turn things into other things. And you can definitely have somewhat of a style and a budget. Honestly, like obviously my style would be 10 times better if I was rich. <laughs> I would literally, I'd, I'd look so good. But my style is pretty good for only ever buying things on sale and thrifting you know what i mean job after high school advice oh god don't ask me that <laughs> i'm the last person okay so right after high school again if you're going to college then i say just get a very very normal you know job that you know unless you could find a really good one but i'm saying like you know you don't want to stress yourself out too much if you're going to college um just like you know part-time whatever just to make some money but if you're not going to college then again i would say get a very basic job while you look for what you really want to do that's what i'm doing now i've been doing this for years it's it trust me it's really hard because again i live in rhode island and there's no fashion jobs when i look up like stylist assistant or you know what a fashion assistant or stylist jobs or you know, social media jobs, like, I get nothing. All I get is, like, hairstylist jobs. I'm like, no, 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 I'm, I'm talking about fashion stylist. So there's nothing for me to do here. That's why I also try to look for online and remote jobs. I would love to have a remote job. That would be, like, everything. It's very hard to find. So, so far, I've been just working retail jobs um, just to make money, you know what I mean? Like, just to make some money while I look for what I really want to do. That's what I'm doing, honestly. I don't know if that's the best thing to do. That's just what I'm doing because, honestly, who has a stable career at this age? Um, you know, even early 20s, late teens, like, it's very hard to find a career right now, especially with how the world is, um, and how nobody's able to live on their own because rent is insane. Um, so it's very tough, so don't be hard on yourself, and honestly, just look for something where you can make money, you know, and even if it's just part-time, um, some people like working, some people like working full-time, I'm not one of those people, unfortunately, I wish I was somebody who loved to work and love, you know, I would like working if I was doing what I love, like if I was a fashion assistant, if I was a stylist or a designer or something like that, like I would never want to stop working. Um, I found this like dream job for like Vogue in New York City. It was like a fashion assistant and everything just sounded amazing. Like creative director jobs too for like photo shoots and magazines. If that was my job, I would never stop working. But again, when you work in retail, you, you know, I mean, some people enjoy it. Some people enjoy the long hours, not me. It makes me 
miserable. So again, you know, if you're straight out of high school, don't put a lot of pressure on yourself. Just get a, you know, part-time or full-time job that's just kind of like either retail or a coffee shop just to make money while you think of what you really want to do and look for jobs that you want, you know, checklist things every day um, and look around and think, okay, like if I were to move somewhere to get a job, maybe I should just make all the money now, um, which again, <laughs> it's impossible with the pay. I mean, it really like, like $2,000 a month for rent, like who, like who can afford that? I, please. Okay, this is a long one. How to deal with getting ghosted by a long distance crush? Cause he got into a relationship with someone close, but you have a feeling he's still into you cause he's still stalking and keeping his relationship private. How to get over him? Okay, that was a lot. <laughs> like girl, that was a lot. Um, okay, so your long distance crush is ghosting you. Um, I know how that feels. Um, I've been ghosted a million thousand times. So honestly, you know, I know it, it It really is hard to think this way when you really like somebody and you really want to try to, you know, work it out for them. But if you're talking to a guy and he keeps ghosting you, he's going days without texting you, he's not giving you his full attention, then just give up. Give up on him. I'm sorry. That's, again, you don't have to follow my advice, but... If you, this, you know, what I learned is if a guy is not putting all his effort into seeing you and talking to you, um, then he doesn't really like you. And do you really want to be with somebody who doesn't like you? And he's, you know, I mean, if he's already ghosting you, that's no, that's gross. Men who ghost are always so annoying because it's like grow up, like stop being a child. Um, so you don't want to be with that. You don't want to be with a guy like that who is immature and doesn't know how to express his emotions. You don't want to be with someone like that. So I feel like if he's already ghosting you, like, you know what? Be like, all right, bye. I'm out because I am not going to put up with that and you deserve respect. I quit my job because of depression and I don't know how to handle this guilty feeling. Honest? Oh no. Who's doing yard work? Okay, guys, I'm sorry if you hear something really loud outside. My neighborhood is never quiet. Maybe at like 8 a.m. and that's it. So don't mind the noises in the back. But anyway, um, honestly, I feel like that isn't a bad thing to do. Obviously, you need a job. You need to make money. But if you're doing it for your mental health, then you need to do what you need to do to help yourself and help your mind. I hate the old-ass generations who are like, oh, who gives a shit about mental health? You're a little snowflake. And that's why they're such bitter, old, mean, you know, just vile people because they never, okay, really? Like that's way too loud. Oh my God. I'm gonna have to talk louder now. Anyway, so pretty much, you know, you need to focus on your mental health. You need to focus on yourself. And you know, if that job was causing you like a lot of mental health issues and was making you more depressed, then honestly, it's probably a good thing that you quit. And now you can go find a job that's gonna make you happier. I had a family member um, fired from a job for literally being sick, like literally being sick for a week. And you know, in a pandemic, you're gonna get fired for being sick apparently. So, 
they obviously were like, wow, okay, I don't have a job now after 11 years. And then a company reached out to them asking if they wanted to, you know, have an interview or whatever. And now they have a job that they love and they have, and their mental health is so much better. And it, even I notice that they are such a better person now than before because they have a job that they actually like. So sometimes things happen for a reason. And honestly, now you might find a job that you actually are happy with. Focus on healing yourself, focus on your mental health because it really is important. Um, it's a lot more important than people think. Like people think that it's just some stupid like little like Gen Z thing, but your mind, like I always say, is so powerful and it literally controls your entire body. So if your mind is in a terrible place, then your body is gonna feel that. Your body's gonna feel that pain and you don't want that because trust me, like the times when my depression got really, really bad, my body, I couldn't work out. I couldn't even like get up. Like I, you know, was just dying because it was killing me. So you have to do what's right for you. Boyfriend that is obsessed with porn. I don't know. It makes me insecure. Oh my God. Ew. Like, I'm sorry. Men obsessed with porn are disgusting. And I want to say that. A lot of guys are like, oh, well, you're never going to escape because every guy likes porn. Okay, well, I don't like that. Like, the obsession, you know, and I feel like men are such, like, deviants. And it's gross. It kind of, like, turns me off. And I know they say that it's, like, in them to be that way. But let me tell you, I've known guys who don't have that weird, deviant, like, porn-obsessed, like, you know, mind. I... I've known not many, but and if your boyfriend knows that, you know, you don't like him watching that stuff and he keeps doing it, then again, he doesn't have respect for you. And I just feel like guys who are obsessed with porn are really disgusting and they have this like warped, you know, kind of like they have a warped opinion of what sex is and they think like, yeah, like sex is me beating you up and, you know, forcing you to do things you don't want and this and oh you don't look like the porn star you don't look perfect like what's going on like they have such a fucked up mentality because they're so used to watching porn and porn is fake it's fake it's all it's like a movie you know what i mean it's like filmed it's not real life again maybe talk to your boyfriend i don't know if he knows that you're insecure not insecure but kind of like you know upset about it Talk to him about it and see how his response is. If he's like, oh, you know, I'm really sorry. Like, honestly, like, I'll try to, like, not watch it as much or not at all, which would be better. Um, then you got some progress. But if he's like, oh, no, like, I need it. Like, every guy watches it, then that's a red flag because you want someone who's going to respect your feelings. Um, and I know that doesn't really exist anymore. <laughs> like, guys actually caring about our feelings. And you know what? Don't be ashamed of feeling uh, insecure. Because um, I get that. Like, I felt insecure about that too. Because I didn't look like, you know, the girls that they were watching in those videos. And I was like, I don't have huge fake tits and like, you know, a perfectly waxed body. Like, you know what I mean? Like I was saying before, if you're in a relationship and you have to feel insecure and sad and upset and angry with your partner then you shouldn't be in that relationship. And I know that people try everything to stay in their relationship and they try everything to save it. But, you know, you end up just being unhappy. You end up 
torturing yourself just because you want that person. And sometimes it's more important to have that person out of your life and to prioritize yourself because you don't want, like honestly, like there's been so many times I was so unhappy with the person I was talking to her with and I just forced it, you know, cause I was like, no, I need somebody. And I'll never do that again. I know it's very hard because you always end up getting back into that mindset when you talk to a guy, but you have to pull yourself out. You have to, because again, if you're not happy with a person, if they're stressing you out, you're better off single and that's it. So that's just my advice. I don't know. How do you consistently post and shoot content and find ideas? Um, okay, so I wish I was consistent. I'm gonna be honest, I'm not very consistent. Um, I feel like if it was easier for me to find places to take photos, I'd be doing them every single day, but it's not easy. So honestly, I, I mean, I just love, this is something I love doing. You know what I mean? I love doing influencer stuff. Obviously, that's what I want to so do. So it's not really like a burden on me. I like to take photos. I like to put outfits together. Like, that's what I love to do. I think the only hard part is thinking, okay, where am I going to take this photo? Do I have to take it myself? Or am I going to have to force my mom to take my photo for me? Um, you know, what vibe am I going for for the next photo? I, I am my own creative director. I... <laughs> I'm like always trying to think of ideas and you know, it's fun for me. You know what I mean? And shooting content is really tough uh, when you don't know where to go. I always still try to find an idea. Like I'm like, okay, if I can't take a photo in the city until like Sunday, then you know, let me, let me take, take a, a quick like outfit of the day photo. Just like that high angle where it's just the outfit that you see all over Pinterest. I'll do something like that. Or I'm like, okay, maybe I'll do like a selfie or something, but like an elevated selfie, you know what I mean? And then when I finally get to go to the city to take photos, that's when I have more content. So I've done this only like once because it's easier when you have a friend. Shoot multiple outfits in like one day. So what I did was I shot one outfit in this area and then got dressed in the car in another outfit and then took photos in another location. So you got more content in one day um, I want to do that more, but it's like, it's, it's very difficult. Um, I've done it actually a couple times, I think, but yeah. So honestly, I say like, if you don't enjoy taking photos, if you don't enjoy having to put outfits together and shooting content, then becoming an influencer is just not for you. That's what I have to say. Like, just find something else because if you don't enjoy it, then why are you doing it? How to be yourself and not let others' opinions get to you. I think, again, my episode on how to become your own favorite person will help with this just because some people are just kind of like born, you know, like just themselves. Like they have a very strong personality and I've been told since I, when I was a kid that I had one. It's kind of taken away from me a little bit um, after years of school, but um, you know, you just kind of have it where you always want to be yourself and you don't let people change you. But if you're not that type of person, you kind of have to build a relationship with yourself first to figure out who you are. And once you become very close with yourself, then you won't care what other people are thinking when you're yourself. You don't care about any of that because you are so close to yourself and you think of yourself as like a best friend. And you know, I mean, 
if someone was judging your best friend and saying mean things about them, wouldn't you get mad? Wouldn't you say something? You know what I mean? Like, you would defend them. So you kind of have to defend yourself and be like, you know, why would I let that change me? Because you wouldn't change your friend. You wouldn't be like, hey, you got to go change because everyone's judging you and it's annoying. Like, you know what I mean? Um, I don't know. That's just kind of like my opinion. I feel like that episode will probably help with that. Do you ever feel pressure to keep appearances with everyone assuming your life is perfect? Um, listen, if you listen to my podcast, you know my life isn't perfect, but for the people who don't and the people who only see my Instagram, I do. I, I mean, I feel like I don't really worry about making my life seem perfect. I worry more about making myself look perfect. Like, I, I admit, I have a very bad addiction of perfection like striving to be perfect every day I pick at my appearance and it sucks like I try to stop myself but I'm like you know why is my face not thinner why is this not like that why is my jawline not sharper why is my you know lips not big enough my nose not small like I you know I deal with this stuff too and um you know like I said before in another video this is why I hate absolutely hate those videos on TikTok where people are like, oh, this is celebrities in real life versus social media. Fuck you. Using people's insecurities against them to make yourself feel better is the most selfish fucking thing ever. Okay, you're the selfish one. They're not, you know, and you know what? Here's an unpopular opinion. Those celebrities who, you know, look better in their Instagram photos than in real life, which most of them look the same. It's just one bad angle where they're not posing. Like, give them a break. They're not the ones creating unrealistic beauty standards. The people making those videos are. Because people making those videos are pretty much saying like, oh, you have to look perfect 24-7 and the one time you look bad, you're gonna get exposed. And you, you know, all those times that you looked good, they don't count anymore. That is making unrealistic beauty standards. That is disgusting. And using people's insecurities against them, like, just fuck off. Like, if you make videos like that, there's also, like, this blonde girl on YouTube who always makes videos like, oh, like, Instagram models and, you know, whatever, Victoria's Secret models, like, in real life versus social media. Like, if that's your career, if your entire social media presence is tearing down other women about their looks and making whole-ass videos about it, you should be ashamed of yourself. You should be very ashamed of yourself because that is disgusting and I would never do that. That's gross. You know what I do when I see someone on Instagram who looks really good? I like the photo. I don't I don't question it. I don't think like, "Oh, they probably look terrible in real life. They're probably edited." I don't care. I don't give a fuck. If they edited that photo, okay. I don't care. They still look good. You still got to look good if you edit a photo. I'm telling you right now. Um because even if you edit a photo, like most of the time, you might still look bad. If you're that bad, that you know, it, it's very hard to explain. But again, I don't care about that stuff because I just like to embrace people's beauty. And you know, I, I just feel like I do have this pressure. I'm always scared that like I'm gonna go out in public and people are gonna be like, catfish, she's ugly in real life. Like that's, because that happened to me in high school. So I live with this fear now that like lives inside of me. And I honestly felt like I was schizophrenic at some point because I kept seeing people stare at me. 
every time I went out, like people in their cars would stare at me. People at the register would just stare at me when they're talking to another customer. Like everywhere I went and I asked my mom, I was like, do you see these people staring at me? She's like, well, yeah, like everyone stares at you probably because you're pretty. But in my head, you know what my head tells me is my head tells me, no, everyone's looking at you because you look terrible and they're going to expose you for looking bad. Like that is how fucked up my brain is. Um, so again, you know, I worry about things that I probably shouldn't worry about because I've never had somebody come up to me. Well, in high school I did, but again, in real life, in real life, in the real world, I've never had somebody come up to me and be like, you are so fucking ugly. Yet I feel this like pressure to always be perfect. And if my face doesn't look perfect, my makeup, like I will freak out. If my body doesn't look perfect, I freak out. Cause I'm like, what if like someone runs into me the one day I look bad? Like, Cause I have my good days, but I also have my bad days and there's nothing wrong with having bad days. But that's why I hate that whole thing on social media where like they try to expose people for like, you know, a picture of them walking compared to a picture of them posing with a full face of makeup. Like that is so unfair. Um, and half the time they look the same. They really look the same. It's literally just a different angle. Um, it's just fucked up. But yeah, I, I mean, I don't feel pressure to make my life look perfect at all because I want people to know that my life is not perfect. But I do obsess over my look. I really want to make more YouTube videos, but my obsession of looking perfect in every frame stops me from making a lot of YouTube videos. So it's definitely something hard I have to work on. But then I also get scared that if I don't, have that obsession anymore then I'm gonna look bad and then everyone's gonna you know it's it's a battle you know so if you guys I mean that's why I'm open about this stuff because I want people to know that like I also deal with these things you know like I'm not this like happy rich like you know oh, I'm definitely not rich <laughs> I mean people think that though like they think I have this perfect life and I don't I am suffering like it's so funny when people say that they wish they were me I'm like you don't want my brain. You really don't want my brain. Um, I may give advice that helps people, but I'm still suffering inside. So it's, it's a lot, but you know, that's, that's a whole other thing. What do you do about a best friend who just ghosted me out of nowhere? Oh, that's also happened to me many times. Um, I had an entire friend group ghost me with no explanation. And then when other people would ask them, they would say that they can't say. So I've had very weird experiences with ghosting. And that's why I just prefer to be alone now because I'm like, I'll never ghost myself. You know what I mean? Um, basically, this sounds like really tough and it sounds really mean, but you have to look at it as that person is replaceable. And I know we all have these friends that you think like, you know, they're my best friend. I can never replace them. But if they leave you, and if they disappear, then you're going to have to find somebody who comes close to them because you, you know, you can't control what people do. You can't, if someone decides to ghost you, you can't just like force them to come back. You don't want to have to force somebody to be in your life. Um, so you're going to have to just kind of be like, you know what? There's probably somebody else out there like her, probably somebody else out there who makes me laugh like them or... I enjoy hanging out with like them. There's always someone else. Like my friends that ghosted me years and years ago, 
as a teenager, like, I found ten times better friends than them. You know what I mean? So, you find somebody. There's always somebody else out there. Especially friend-wise. Guy-wise, that's a little hard. But friend-wise, you'll always find somebody else. So if that person leaves, you'd be like, you know what? So be it. So be it. Um, if they want to go, if they don't want to be in my life, then I'm not going to force them to be in my life. I, I'm just going to get over it. And I'm going to find another friend. Another friend that's maybe nicer. Or, you know what I mean? Or I have more in common with. I think it's very hard to think like that because it hurts. And I think, cry it all out. You know what, like spend a night crying it all out and then after that you'll feel a lot better and you'll be like, you know what, why was I even crying? I'll find another friend. Do you have anxiety and do you deal with panic attacks? Yes, I have crippling anxiety and the worst panic attacks you could ever imagine. Um, you know, and they're asking how I deal with it, which I, I really, it's, let me tell you, it's tough. Um, my anxiety is really bad but um i try to find kind of like you know realistic answers to my anxiety so basically i have like a terrible fear of bugs um i hate them and i woke up one morning and you know those like horrifying horrifying very like millions of leg bugs that are in the house yeah he was on my wall as soon as i woke up and now here i am looking around my house and itching myself just because I mentioned it. So yeah, I have a really bad phobia. Um, but anyway, you know, I spent days after that not being able to sleep. I literally would stay up all night checking my walls and like itching myself and like, you know, having panic attacks. And then the other night I was like, you know what? I was like, you know what? If I'm sleeping, I don't have to worry about it. And I'll have to worry about it in the morning, you know, and also like, I would check my entire room and make sure that there was nothing there and then went to sleep um, and now I can sleep again. So again, you have to kind of like find ways to solve your anxiety. As for panic attacks, those are the scariest fucking things ever. Let me tell you, I recently started dealing with panic attacks because um, I always had like anxiety attacks, but panic attacks are very different. So anxiety attacks, you know, you kind of know when they're going to happen. You can kind of stop it. But panic attacks, oh my god. Literally, I, the first time this happened to me was at work. Now the only times I've ever had panic attacks were at work, in public, in front of everybody. The most embarrassing thing. Just like how I never throw up, like ever, since I was a kid. Yet the two times I've thrown up in the past 10 years were in front of everybody in public. And I wasn't even sick. It just fucking happened out of nowhere. So, yeah. So, again, panic attacks. They, mine, I don't know if they're different for everybody, but mine are really severe and, you know, scary. Because the first time I had it, I didn't know what it was. I thought I was, like, having a stroke. So, basically, how mine are is I start feeling really hot and really sweaty and like I have hot flashes and my heart is beating and I don't know why and everything gets really hot. I could literally be in like super cold AC and my body just like feels like I'm burning alive. And then after that, my legs start to get a little numb. 
and I start to get really wobbly and I start to kind of like lose my balance and get dizzy. And at this point I'm like, you know, the first time I didn't know what it was, so I was freaking out. But the second time I was like, oh hell no, <laughs> this is not happening again. And then in one of the times I was talking to a customer at the register and it started happening and I couldn't understand what she was saying anymore. So pretty much when people are talking to you, nothing is registering in your brain. And I couldn't talk and the keyboards like were like the little letters on the keyboards were like rising and swirling around like I was hallucinating. Like I felt so bad. My coworkers were probably like, what the hell is happening? Um, and I couldn't talk. Like they kept asking like, what's wrong? Like what's happening? And I, nothing was coming out. I kept slurring my speech. I kept crying and that's when the crying comes in because you can't talk and you don't know what's happening and you start crying. This is my panic attacks. I don't know what you guys have for panic attacks. I don't know if it's different, but mine are like horrifying. So I'm about to pass out. I can't walk anymore. I'm sitting down and crying. I can't talk. So at that point I leave because there's no way of healing before like I you know so I have to unfortunately leave work when this happens in the car I still can't talk I'm like crying you know my mom's freaking out like what the hell um I get home and I'm still crying I'm still suffering I still feel the pain and like the I can't talk correctly and then I take a nap and the nap feels like 5,000 years long like the longest nap you've ever had in your life and then I wake up and I feel like I just got hit by a truck. <laughs> I literally like, it takes everything out of me to the point where I feel exhausted, like just awful. And um, it was really bad, it, it really was. So, and they're terrifying because I'm always scared I'm gonna be driving and I'm gonna get a panic attack. What the hell do you do? What do you do when you're on the road and you get a panic attack? I don't even wanna know, that that's just terrifying. Um, so, and that's what's scary is you can't stop it. You can't sense when it's coming. I mean, in the beginning you can, but then you're like, oh shit, like it's happening, it's coming. So yeah, um, that's my experience with panic attacks. Not very fun. Um, if anyone knows a cure, let me know. Not medication though, I, I, don't, I don't want medication. I just don't want that. All right guys, I did not realize how long this episode was. Holy shit, it's like 50 minutes long. Nobody's gonna listen to this, but um, yeah, hopefully I can edit it shorter. I'm just gonna stop there right now um, So hopefully I can help you guys out. Hopefully my advice was like somewhat helpful I really want to help you guys out because I love my supporters. I love you know my followers So many of them have been with me for so long Supporting and helping me out and that's why I want to help you guys out because you know my platform I just you know that's the main thing I love about wanting to be an influencer is just my audience. I, they're like my friends, you know, and I want to help you guys out any way I can. And you guys say that somehow my videos actually help you. Um, and that makes me really happy. So thanks for listening, guys, and goodbye.